Whether it's bad planning, bad luck, bad timing, or bad inventions, well-intentioned bad decisions have plagued history for thousands of years. Welcome to Historic Hindsight. Hello and welcome to another episode of Historic Hindsight. I'm John, that's Tom, and today we're going to talk to you about cowboys and Indians. That's right, Johnny. Cowboys and Indians, or really more just what the awful white man Probably did, cowboys and Native Americans now, did right? To Native because... And I'm going to go ahead and apologize up front. Me and Johnny really didn't know what to wear for this episode because what we're actually talking no, about I, are uh, Native American boarding schools or Indian boarding schools what? Uh, and the awful things that the white that, men did to rob, rape, and pillage culture from the Native Americans to make them white. Okay, well, okay, but you, I, so I had a general gist of what this was. I assumed that this took place in like the 16, 17, 1800s when we were, you know, killing them with smallpox too we then had to board them in schools and do that that's not oh and it, it well, so well no this. no that's that that's it but it it, it kept okay it, so yeah it, it so kept, there you go it kept it happened going no, it stopped after it kept going we became up up in america up until and started treating people cra- when, when we decided to start calling them native americans instead of indians 80s is when it stopped what i'm sorry mm-hmm. yeah the 80s this goes on to we were doing yeah. this yeah, actually, there's still technically some of these schools open okay. today. Okay, so we gave them free education. Sure. So, so the Indian boarding schools are also known as uh, the, what is uh, it? Could, yeah, it, yeah, also known as the Indian residential schools was a program that existed uh, all the way up to 1978 officially before there were some laws that came into place to kind of end it. Uh, but it started as far back okay. as well. The official program started as far back as 1819, but this idea of educating Native okay. Americans to make them civilized uh, to more of the white man's way goes back to the moment the Pilgrims hit the Mayflower thing. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of their their thing, you know. They're spreading spreading their little religion, and yeah, yeah. you know, and they have these people that can't even read a language that's not theirs. And so, I mean, come on, you got to teach them how to read, right? Yeah, and about. <laughs> How to put on clothes, maybe? Yeah, in reality... It, Even though they had full clothes? The idea, is, is, it sounds good, you know, build schools for people who don't have schools, except they, they did have schools. And... Um, oh, what? It's, no. And, and, and it's, no. Not, it, it's not teaching them our ways in addition to theirs. It's absolutely forbidding them to, uh, to practice their ways. So... Okay, so not it's yeah. not that they're we're not teaching them their way because obviously we wouldn't be able to do that. We don't know their ways. Well, it's saying, okay, this is the way, and you cannot learn about that through very very harsh punishments. Which and, uh, uh, the whole yeah. idea, the whole idea is going to be summarized by a quote uh, who, by Captain Richard H. Pratt, who's one of the people who in the mid 1800s uh, was was really responsible for the bad schools uh and uh, and his quote is kill the indian okay. save the man so take anything well, that's i'm n- sorry yeah oh, whoa. take anything I'm that's s- indigenous okay. and get rid of it and then you have an educated white man uh wow. in his place kill the indian i, I imagine i imagine there was also another side to that exact same quote where they literally made Indian, you know, Native Americans because they weren't Indians. We called them that because we thought we landed in India. Yeah, very much so. Like, that's just ridiculous that it lasted as long as it did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so it's also, I, I imagine also it's to paint them as very dangerous 
savages because there's, people a, there's that, a little bit of a war yeah, going and on. you if you kill them you're gonna save these white men that yeah. are obviously the ones who belong yeah in north america so this episode if you're wondering why 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 we're doing an episode on this is actually thanks to johnny and my wife because uh, they read a newspaper article a couple of weeks ago uh, about 215 well, yeah, well okay you you, no, you no, read no, a no. meme no, i saw on a headline the you saw a headline on the internet i, I saw a yeah. headline uh that that uh, the 215 bodies that were found in a canadian indian boarding school uh and oh, and, and their souls were crushed you're like how could how could the canadians have done this and and I had to crush their souls and only because oh, they were Canadian. Oh, sweet child, we we did it far worse. I knew how white people could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, I mean, yes, we did it far worse. Uh, I was just surprised because the Canadians are supposed to be so nice. Yeah. So, like I said, not not ancient history started in 1819 and lasted through 1978. Uh, as of 2007, most but not all the Indian boarding schools were closed, uh, but there were still 900. Most but yeah, not all. Yeah, there were still 9,500 Native American children in in what are considered uh, uh, how, Indian boarding schools. How many schools were there? Are the how prevalent are these? So, Is this like? We, once we kind of confined them to their reservations, just put one up on every reservation, yeah, or near so one, or like what? There were 357 known schools in the United States. Holy cow! So a couple thousand. No, no, yeah, known schools because um, <laughs> I mean, there was no regulation or uh, centralized system in place to really uh, uh, dictate the school system. It's not like you know elementary schools. Where we no, kind they of, didn't you know, have like a yeah, school board a, president. Yeah, yeah, there's or, not a there's not a school standard thing going on here. So 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 PTO. What, so to answer some of these questions, Johnny, uh, where, how, when, and why, all that fun stuff. So pretty much as soon as Europeans landed on what is now the United States, they have been at odds with the natives. Go figure, you know, coming over and trying to take land. As soon as we invaded their land, they got mad at us. Yep. Uh, so one way to combat this was, uh, was aside from outright slaughter or spreading of diseases, was to try to try to right. educate them on our ways so that way they wouldn't be at odds. So if, we, if we taught them how to farm our way, we wouldn't... Um, well, that doesn't really work because we were starving when we came over, and they had to teach us. Yeah. Weird. Anyways, we'll get there because right. that's going to yeah. come back. Uh, but if you yeah. teach them our ways, yeah. then, then maybe they won't, you know, instead of living in a hut, they'll live in a cabin. I, I don't know. Yeah, which... Did I mean they had all sorts of different permanent structures? Yeah, like, sure did. The teepees were like planes and the like. You go on a hunting trip and yeah, stuff. and like yeah, like that wasn't they anyway. Yeah, and, and you would do you this do by stripping them of their eventually. traditions and stealing more European views, and by that I mean Christian views, and then they become civilized. In, right. In 1790, Henry ah, Knox. Yes. Easy. Yeah, right? In 1790, Henry Knox wrote a letter to George Washington, the George Washington, stating, quote, how different would be the sensation of a philosophic mind to relate uh, that instead of exterminating a part of the human race by our modes of population that we preserved through all difficulties and at last had imparted our knowledge and cultivation in the arts. So instead of outright killing them, we'll just What if we could could just convert them? Convert them to us, yeah. 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 Uh, Okay. Um, I guess that is less inhumane, slightly, it's still than cultural just being genocide. like, we'll murder all of them. But yeah, it's not... This is the opposite not of... Not much. Yeah, this is the opposite of cultural appropriation. <laughs> this is cultural depropriation. This is, yeah, this is, uh, we don't like any of, of oh, your, your oh, culture, yeah. so if you could get rid of it, become a Christian, and then, I don't know, stop bathing, because cleanliness is not something that we 
have any so part we, of. We like it, yeah. Uh, you guys are way too clean. What are you? Why are you bathing all the time? Stop, and then we'll give you more smallpox and other diseases, and uh, it'll be okay. Eventually, you won't be a problem uh, anymore. These boarding, uh, these boarding schools really kick off with the assimilation movement and the, uh, which is the whole idea of assimilating them yep. into our culture as opposed to outright genocide, which we were also doing at the yeah, same time. Sure, okay. And it all starts... Now, assimilation... I, it, do I know assimilation from this, or was assimilation also used with ass- civil rights and integration and everything? Or... You're probably learning of it Because I remember this, talking our, our, about yes, assimilation... In our, in our, yeah, in our... It, the, briefly? The big, yeah, the, the, it would be this. It would be this. these programs. But the way we talk... Okay, so the way we talked about it is that we were very kind to allow the natives to assimilate into our society yeah. that we brought from Europe into uh, North America. Yeah. Well, he- it was so nice of us to assimilate them into, <laughs> into work well, all... God, this education system, Tommy. Yeah, keep that in mind, because it all starts with the Civilization Fund Act of 1819, which happened on March 3rd, 1819. And basically... Now, that's Civilization Fund Fund Act, Act, not Fun Act. Fund fund as in in money. And what this does is it provides provides funds uh, to to give to not just missionaries, but any organization that wants to build a school uh, to teach the Native Americans the white man's way. Oh, nobody exploited this. Yeah, so so think about that. Uh, anybody, any group could get it. So if you anybody, were, if you were, uh, what is it? The, there's a the South Park made fun of it. There is the uh, NAMBLA, North American Man Boy Love Association, NAMBLA. So if NAMBLA <laughs> wanted to make a Native American school to teach them the white man way, where they would not at all rape these poor little boys uh, or girls, yeah. Um, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. Well, if you want to educate them on yeah, the you, white yeah. way, or we'll really, them. actually, just just uh, brainwash them and yep. make them forget about their own culture, or not if not forgetting, I'm guessing, feel real bad about it and yeah. belittle it and tell there them were... that they were heathens for worshiping whatever mm-hmm. spiritual inclinations they had, yep, inclinations yep. they had, whatever the case is. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you're 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 right on the money there, Johnny. Because there's a, absolutely no government oversight, especially in these early schools, other than like, all right, you got a school set up for the Native Americans. Here's some money for you. Have at it. Uh, there were some. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and start filing them in. Okay. Yeah. So how do they? How there were some direct government schools. Yeah, there were some direct government schools, but over a third of the 357 schools that we know of were some relation to a Christian organization. A lot of them being the Catholics, and the Catholics uh, were particularly awful uh, schools, which we'll get into here. <laughs> In a second, still are. which is still yeah, Catholic schools nowadays still aren't aren't that. This is what we do to nice Catholic kids. Can you imagine what they did to people who they thought were less than Catholic children? We're, oh we're not humans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not it's not not great. Probably. And ironically, there were already tons of schools within the Native American communities, including the first women's college in the United States. Was a Native American. Was school. a Native American. Na- but since it wasn't run by white now, people, okay, well. Uh, now this is so, so the white man, some white man wanted to collect money from the government to open up a school to educate Native Americans. And he thought, you know what? I think the Native American women are in particular underserved 
and need oh, yeah. a better opportunity. So I'm going to open up just a women's college. Well, no, 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 uh, no, no. That, that this, was, this was before. School. This was before. This was the Native Americans had their own college system set up, their own education. Oh, they system. had one. Yeah. So this was their. This oh, was, I thought so you were saying this was the of, white people no, doing this. No, no, no. This. One of the first women's colleges in the United States was actually a Native American school that was run by Native Americans. So we and we come in thinking that they need education, and they already have a college system. Well, they, they do. Have, yeah. They do. No. Yeah. No, no. Okay, what's their college teaching them, Tommy? How to be at one with the earth and completely survive as a independent race for many, 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 many generations, probably longer than the Europeans, and how to do you know mathematics and agricultural yeah. and history and stuff? Is that what they're going to teach them? That's ridiculous. Ridiculous, Johnny. And they it- were barely surviving hunter-gatherers before the white people came over and uh, spread their knowledge about how to nearly starve to death the first winter because they don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, obviously, this money they're just giving out with very little government oversight. You need somebody to direct that that government oversight. And this whole assimilation sure. project in and of itself, which also yeah. leads into the whole... Well, we'll get there. In 1824, the Bureau of Indian Affairs is going to be created to oversee these funds and other programs deemed towards civilizing the natives. It's all the assimilation stuff going on here. Um, and however, yes, more... Civilizing. Than, more often than not, that Bureau of Indian Affairs was not so I should not be wearing a Pinkerton badge because they they weren't so kind to the natives and neither was the Bureau of Indian Affairs so kind to the natives. Okay, alright. Tommy, aside from John Smith, name me a white person kind to the natives. Uh, Johnny, well, they weren't kind to the natives, so you're right. There was a lot. But uh, the whole Trail of Tears things were from the early 1800s to mid-1800s were, were forcibly that, removing that, natives yeah. I remember, from I, the East Coast to the West right, Coast. Right, I remember, I remember, yeah, I remember my eighth grade uh, social studies book had a one-paragraph blurb About on the that. Trail of Tears yeah. that uh, we had to that read. That was our first. Uh, apparently, it was a long walk, and some people died during yeah, it. Yeah, lots of people died. Because they were so it's, tired. It's very much the same ideas that somebody would use in the 1940s to contain a group of people in Germany that they didn't like into a specific area. So Who's they that? transferred them from one area to another area. Ooh. The ghetto... Who, that was Hitler. Wait, Hitler okay. Did that. We got to move Hitler. with uh, trains. And so we did the same. Trains. So we did the same thing, but we didn't give them trains. We made them walk. <gasps> we made them walk from okay, swamp no, ass I mean, Florida no, no. all the way out to the desert in Arizona. No, see, okay, all right. That's that's not entirely fair, Tommy. Uh, Hitler used concentration camps to collect people. We simply concentrated the people on reservations. in a certain area inside of a camp. Anywho, in 1891, the government made attendance to these schools uh, mandatory and compulsory. So, uh, so the Bureau of well, Indian so, okay, Affairs. Okay, that's what that was my how earlier. How do they enforce this? How do they get the um, native children? I assume this is is this all all age groups, okay. or is this like a standard? This American would, education this system. This would be your American education system-ish age group. Yes. And um, and okay. Catch, and so they're catch, basically yeah. just being like they're enforcing our K through twelve or whatever it was at the time. But at, that at K a boarding type yeah, mentality at a boarding school where okay. they're not home on a regular basis where they're, they're right. Oh no, obviously it's 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 college for everybody. It's college for everybody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is your free college, guys. This is it. This is what. Okay, is and what, then so how do they get the? This is. 
has how do they get all right so once we start the, the whole people to go to yes it. so once we start the whole reservation programs the indians that are not on the reservations are in active rebellion against these united states so that's where you get the indian wars that come you in. don't say uh the ones that are on the reservations <laughs> um why would they be against right? any of this that doesn't make sense the ones that are on the reservations since we put the reservations on land that's not suitable for human existence for easy human existence uh they become very much dependent what you, uh, wait when you oh, so where do we put them in what the middle mean? of the desert <laughs> yeah, this, this. that's not where they they naturally were they no. were they were in the areas that were very with very fertile, fertile soil and, yep. and easy to farm and so they, become, they were there and then we put them not yep, yep. so they anymore. become very much dependent okay. upon the white man, uh, the government, to give them food, to give them clothing, give them <laughs> their their daily penance of money because we're compensating them uh, appropriately. What a weird coincidence that they are now completely dependent so, on the American so if, government. Yeah, so if, <laughs> so if you want your money, if you want your food, if you want your housing, if you want your annuities, if you want your clothing, your children damn well better go to those schools. In 1895, okay. in 1895, Johnny, 19 men of the Hopi Nation were imprisoned and sent to Alcatraz. Alcatraz, which I didn't know was around in 1895, but Alcatraz in 1895, oh, it's old, yeah. 19 men, 19 Hopi tribe members were sent there because they refused okay. to send their children for, to the schools. No, no, no. Alcatraz was made... For the very worst, most dangerous criminals, Tommy, these men clearly carried out a mass murder spree across the nation and were captured and then sent to Alcatraz. It was not a failure to send their children to a concentration camp to be brainwashed and indoctrinated into Western society. Mm-hmm. Now, by, eight, yeah. oh. by 1885, uh, there were 106 of these schools that were known to be established at that point in time, and most of them were put in old military installations Jeez. left over from the Civil War. Wait, schools? Ah, schools in military in installations. In old military installations. What the fuck? You I can't. This is this That's is, not this is where we pause. Built for education. No, and this is where we pause cuz you're you're now mad cuz you heard the military. Uh this is where it gets dark. So buckle up. Jokes will be had. I mean no offense, but the system is just so outrageously ridiculous that okay. I have to laugh at it. Johnny I'm has just, to laugh at it. It just but buckle I up. I have to laugh. It's a defense mechanism because yep. otherwise all Implode. These schools, a lot of them were ran like God. military installations. The children wore military uniforms. Of course, uniforms. because they were they put military on military doctor. installations. Yeah, 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 they had military doctors. Military, military uniforms. uniforms? Yes, yes, yes. So first things first, anything indigenous was forbade. Uh, uh, that meant language, clothing, uh, music, hairstyles, dancing. Hairstyles? Religion. Anything that was native was stripped. So the first thing that would happen when you were a little How, kid, and you what were, is a what is a non-native hairstyle? So Johnny, your hair right now would be shave it, kind of native, because I'm native. This is native. It's yeah, long hair. It's right? long hair. Yeah, they I did, got my yeah. quarantine flow going. Yeah. So the first thing that would happen to these children when they arrive, mm -hmm. everything native would to be taken away from them. All their belongings, all their clothing, their clothing would be replaced with military-style clothing. Their hair would be every cut. Every piece of their personal identity. Every piece of their personal identity. Every piece of it. Uh, their hair would be cut to European standards, which for men meant basically a buzz bowl cut, uh, real short. And for the girls, yeah. kind of the same thing, short. You know, short, yeah. which a Native American, a lot uh, of Native uh, American. I can't, I'm going to lump Native Americans in one. There, there are 
thousands of Native American tribes with different levels of culture, so understand that. But and very, a, very in, in a lot of uh, a lot of Native American cultures, a long hair is a sense of pride. It's like you you grew your hair out long. You had the braids. It was it was like honor. You know. In a in addition to that, uh, they believe that their long hair helped them. Uh, have more of a connection to nature mm -hmm. and be able to uh, have a better perception of and, and feel kind of nature better. They felt that that hair helped them because there's wind and, and everything else, but they helped them there are, be more of a part of and be better hunters and everything else. There are pictures of uh, barbershop chairs uh, where these kids would be in mass lined up, getting their heads shaved, kind of like a military right. installation is. So it's looking like, uh, so gonna, basically put, we're saying you're going to join the army mm -hmm. recruits. And I'm going to... This is an army I'm going to put a... School. Yeah, I'm going to put a picture of, of some of the confiscation of property and in the, in the hair that got cut because these are very... And I'm not trying to just be a sarcastic ass joke making fun of, you know, because we always talk about Hitler. They are very eerily similar pictures to the concentration camps. I mean, very, very eerily okay. similar pictures. Because, because... The end goal was the same. The end goal was we don't want to have two cultures, theirs and ours. We want our culture. Mm -hmm. And to do that, we get rid of theirs. If uh, if you were caught speaking your native language, you your mouth could be washed out with lye soap. Not Dawn dish soap. Lye soap, which is... Very harsh and causes chemical yeah, burns yeah. Uh, if you just put it in your yeah. freaking mouth. Uh, your your face yeah, would be, not yeah. friendly. Your face would be beaten. <laughs> uh, you'd be subject to harsh beatings. Uh, written language, same things. Your hands would be beaten. Your fingers could be broken. Uh, if you were caught wearing Native American garbs, you'd be stripped naked and sent naked down hallways. Uh, if you were caught uh, uh, practicing tribal religions or practicing tribal dances and that kind of stuff, you could be subjected to uh, lack of food, uh, put out in harsh conditions, work details, uh, you, you name, whatever you can think of as what you might these punish somebody for camps. prison would be the same thing that these kids would be punished for. And these are children anywhere from, okay, from now five, also, you know, five to 17 or 18. Yeah. I mean, these are, these are young kids. All also, let's be young adults. Yeah, let's be very, very clear about this, too. It, it says, if you do these things. They weren't punished and beaten and everything else just for doing those things. The Stanford Prison Experiment showed that normal-ass college kids thrown together and given power and no power will start abusing that power yes. in a matter of weeks. They, This was an open invitation for the, the people running these schools to abuse, rape, punish, get their, you know, their, their whatever out on these children. Uh, particular attention was paid to, to little girls uh, because the idea there was no, you that don't say. if you break mm. the little girl as a mother, she will teach them, you know, teach her children. It's better that the generational impact, if you, if you break the little girl... Right, and, yeah, and, because and, also and uh, breaking, she's going to be pregnant when she's 11, 12, 13 years old anyway. Because Yeah, and breaking the know. little breaking the um, little girl meant beating everything savage out of her and yeah, or of raping everything savage now, out of her. Because yeah. rapes were beating? very, very no, no, no. prevalent in these schools. Yeah, of course. But listen to what you're saying. Beating and raping the savage out, out of them. them yes 
the savage. What is more savage than that? Uh, the children were forced to convert to Christianity in most of these schools, which let that sink in. I'm pretty sure the First Amendment I mean, that's says just, that that's not allowed, but... No, that is... You know, oh, no, freedom of religion meant freedom of Christianity, yeah. Tommy. Freedom that's to be a Christian, meant. yeah. Uh, these, the, and these re Christian schools reportedly had, had the worst, specifically the Catholic schools had the worst, although the Catholic schools uh, continue, or the Catholic Church itself continues to deny any wrongdoing in any of these schools in... In North America, whether it be Canadian, well, or at least they've admitted to all the wrongdoing they did in their own schools in the past couple. Of <laughs> yeah, there's that too. As, uh, child abuse goes. Yeah, they. So they you know they're they're very you know for for a fucking religion that has a booth to confess your sins, they sure don't want to talk about the shit they've done. Yeah, uh, survivors are still much uh, are still much very much alive in in, in today's world um, of this system because, like I said, the schools were. In, in prevalent use up to the 1970s, uh, they they yeah, suffer to, from until my my oldest brother was born when the year it stopped happening. Like, they what the fuck? They suffer very much from PTSD. Um, you don't say. surprise surprise and the I'm new, sure they get proper treatment for it though. The schools that exist now, that that existed right before they closed were obviously a lot better than the schools that existed in the time period that me and Johnny are dressed as because the time period that me and Johnny are dressed right, as well. Yeah. Uh, so I'll take this time for a brief, quick two seconds. Um, uh, social services didn't exist yet in this time frame. Even in 1970, by the time these schools, these schools closed because social services start to exist. And the first social services laws that start to mm -hmm. exist are because of these schools. So what, when was the, when, uh, the social services were like mid-70s mid or that year? Yeah, they, they get So they got established yeah. and they were like, uh, well, they get us, you're doing it well, wrong. We'll get there, but yeah. So, Stop. Um, <laughs> okay. It, it, and so up until this point in time, if you beat your kid, like, your neighbor either had two choices. Your neighbor would do nothing about it. They could watch you beat your kid half to death and be like, well, Typically. that's just Cletus. And, you know, maybe little Timmy. Oh, man, you know what? I, I swear to God, his kid shouldn't have mouthed off. Uh, or they could, you know, take that child in themselves, kind of like kidnapping, which was done very prevalently sure. with the Native American children. Christians that couldn't have babies would go to these reservations and be like, look, that poor little kid is starving because he's only eating, you know, fry bread because that's the only thing that we're providing for him. So we'll take him in and we'll care for him because his parents can't. Literally stealing children from their parents. Uh, this is white people shopping for cute little natives yeah that was very big prominent in this and it doesn't matter what their excuse is why yeah. they want him at this point they it, it doesn't none and of I'm them not, nobody not, cares yeah, nobody's yeah. gonna be like oh no you can't take that native baby nobody's gonna say that so there is a uh, there's a, a a woman that i read a, a, a good article on she wrote a good article about her mother her name is mary annette uh pember uh, she uh, her mother was you know lived through one of these schools one of these catholic schools um and had a particularly bad, and this is how I'm going to leave it. And I'm not going to get into any other details of what atrocities happened. Let your mind do the go, thing. Go Rape, murder, look pillage, at the, robbery. Look up the book. There go, are documentaries. Yeah, book. just just do a documentary. Click documentary search. You know, Indian boarding schools. There are several documentaries that are out there on YouTube for free to watch. 
they are awful and atrocious, and they remind you of concentration camps. So her mother, like I said, uh, went to one of these Catholic schools. They had a particularly bad nun named Sister Mary Catherine. Uh, one day, she's telling the story of how— Why is it always Mary's? Yeah, right. Uh, so one day, uh, Sister Mary Catherine is uh, walking—it's around Christmas time. She's walking down the flight of stairs to the cellar to see if the kids have stolen any food because she's out to basically beat the crap— like, find an excuse she's to beat look, these kids. She, yeah, she's because, looking for a reason to justify to herself, not to anybody else, which, not to anybody else, but to herself as a reason she, she needs to beat these children. Beat these uh, and, and you might be asking yourself, why is she checking to see if they stole food? Well, because she's actively withholding food from these children because they have been particularly bad this week. Starving them and then making them, yeah. yeah. So as she's walking down the stairs, Sister Mary Catherine slips and falls, smashes her head on the side of a, a step or you know a table or something, uh, oh cracks no. her head open, and she dies. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, and, so, and nothing of value was lost. And so Marionette uh, Pember, uh, her mother tells her this story, and so she goes off and she's trying to... Every time she went to her mother and asked her about her experiences in these schools, her mother would like, why Why do you want to just go away? Like any, like most survivors of traumatic shit, well, they yeah. don't want to talk about it. They don't That's want to PTSD. It. Like, That's why your grandfather doesn't want to talk about World War II with you. Yeah, so she went up... She, <laughs> like she, well, Vietnam probably more now the people watching us. Uh, well, and yeah, I mean, I guess these days, but yeah. yeah I, I grew up hearing that grandfathers would never talk about World War II. So yeah, Vietnam. Anyways, so... So, you know, she went and searched to see about these schools to see what information she should find on them. So she goes to the Wisconsin National Archives and finds the documents from the school, which are very, very sparse. And by very, very sparse, I mean they have the names of the kids that attended and if they graduated, ran away, or died. That's it. No grades. No, like, incoming, outcoming records of, like, supplies. Because it doesn't matter because it's not really about yeah. education. But in those records... It's about stripping them, beating them, and making them white. In those records, she finds a document, uh, you know, from the church's document, which is a letter, di di you know, dictating how Sister Mary Catherine died in the exact set of circumstances that that this mother, you know, that, that Mary's mother told her yeah, about. So she, she goes, well, this is, yeah. this, this is it. This is, my, this is my smoking gun. This is the connection. Like, I have to choose to believe my... Go, like, yeah. This has to be... My mom's stories have to be true because... This is this is a confirmed part of it. Now, when uh, Mary told, uh, not Mary, when when Mary's mother told the story, she has a couple of, of, of particular quotes that I want to focus in on to really let it sink in on how bad these schools were. She says, once they heard that that Sister Mary Catherine had died, she said, and I quote, "What a silent cheer us kids made. Maybe it was terrible, but it was the best Christmas present that we could ever get." Yeah, you're probably right. It probably was the absolute best Christmas present. Absolutely. I don't feel any bit of remorse for people who, no. who beat and tortured children regardless of whatever the hell uh, the rules no, are. No, Mary can are. go fuck herself. Sorry, yeah. Sister. No, not sorry, Sister Mary. Go fuck yourself, Sister Mary. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Sister Mary. Um, now, death, as I talked about, because they would keep death records, uh, as evidenced by the mass graves that were found, 215 graves that were found in the school up in Canada, Thousands upon thousands of children died in these schools. Could you imagine going? I there died. were three kids. There were three kids that died in the time that I was in school. From from the time I moved to Indiana in fifth grade to the time that I graduated, I know of three kids that died before we got to uh, got to got to graduation. Uh, it, uh, I had like, I had one of them was like a fluke heart had, and two were accidents, car accidents. I had I had two die during and then uh, two die shortly after. Uh, graduation and that was like all struck uh, and it was like suicide it was, it was suicide drowning 
um, a, a, a rare disease, and then uh, cancer. Yeah, and so right. and how traumatic is that? How traumatic is that? Oh, it was, uh, it was horrid. Two hundred like and fifteen kids in one school's graveyard. That's just the bodies they found. The the Canadian government expects to find more. The, that's bodies the bodies they grounds. bothered to bury. That's the, so the Canadian government, unlike the United States, has publicly apologized for the schools, states that they acknowledge that the abuses were rampant, and have gone to the extent now of trying to find survivors from these schools to get their stories written down. Now, in the United States, we have denied... So they're that, trying their very best in Canada to actually correct their wrongs and preserve the history of these people who are in very real danger and probably will actually happen regardless of how hard they try. Their stories are going to be lost. Yes, yep. Uh, unlike in the United States, where the only apology that any government like has acknowledged was uh, Obama, and I think it was 2008 or 2009, publicly apologized for a general like treatment of white men to Native Americans. Which is funny that oh that, that fixed the, that the black president is the one who's like I apologize but he but there's no like there's no direct reference to the schools there's no acknowledgement of the schools uh, records well no because okay exist, because oh, like if have been destroyed they, so basically Obama's like you know what I kind of have to talk about the atrocities against the the native of peoples but if he doesn't just give a general blanket statement he would be putting on a 72 hour speech apologizing for all of the horrendous things that the United States yeah. government did to the native people. By the way, the uh, in the United States, even though there are survivors that are still around, any of the uh, any of the deaths, uh, well, not deaths, but it, it, the, the abuses that are sustained, all that stuff that has happened, yeah. even if you could prove it, most of the statute of limitations have passed. Yeah, of course. Which is just which is mind why what the they. Hell. Don't care so much about bringing it up anymore. So, like, well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Uh, it is <clears> estimated <throat> that up to 20,000 uh, children, Native American children, died in the United States. I think that estimate is reasonable, but probably a little low. So, if you look at the Canadian school, 215 deaths in the Canadian school, say even half, even, even half, even half of that, say it's only 100,000, uh, over 357 known schools, that's 35,000 deaths. At half of what was in that Canadian school, so I I, yeah. I think the deaths are absolutely outrageous. Now the idea here with these schools is once they were once they were stripped of their culture, they would be sent back after graduating back into the reservations reservations because they're still not white. So they're going back to the reservations where they're supposed to spread the white man's ways, which part of that whole was teaching them how to farm the white man way, which is the most hilariously stupid fucking thing I've ever heard of in my life because they taught so us how to farm. We grow nothing but corn in Indiana. <laughs> These motherfuckers. We grow nothing but corn in Indiana. What do you think? <laughs> we learned how to grow soybeans. the corn. Uh, and soybeans. soybeans. Where do you think we learned how to grow the but, corn from? But, but do you want to know why we grow corn and soybeans? Because the fucking natives taught us that you can't grow the same damn crop over and over and over and over again or it's going to fuck up your soil. <sighs> and why do we need to teach the natives how to farm on the reservations? Because we put them in the fucking desert! Now, so the idea is... But the problem you with You take all a... No, 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 wait, 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 no, give no, me no, one, yeah, just one second to figure this out. 
You take a child, you bring him into your boarding school, you strip him of everything that he knows, you teach him whatever bullshit Christianity, white way thing of doing everything is, and then you put him back where he came from and expect him to be able to... Uh, do the same thing to everybody else. Yeah, and, and or even to just tell them, or even in just, a way, or is it just they don't give a shit about them? Yeah. They just wanted to abuse children. Yeah, um, because what happens is these kids come leaving these schools, not knowing how to live in the white man's world because they're not white, so they can't just fit into the white man's world. They go back to the native world where because, they don't because we made sure that nobody yeah. not white could live in our world. Uh, where they get ostracized and treated as second-class citizens in the native world because they don't know anything about their native heritage, can't speak the language, because can't not, the language, can't do any of that kind of stuff because they've got it stripped away from them. So now they're, they're a kid stuck in the, between two worlds, and you wonder why rampant alcoholism and a suicide is the way it is on these reservations, even to this fucking day! I hate white people. I mean, I like white people, but I hate white people. No. Nope. Uh... Yep. uh you know, we are the worst. Wow, I mean, we we glorify many of us. Humans are just awful. Humans, oh, are humans just, suck. Are just the but worst. But what happened was the white people decided to be the worst of them. Yeah, yeah. And 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 also we were filthy. And so when we came to <laughs> just North love, America, that part. we had it's so much disease. disease. Uh, that is it, though. Uh, yeah, That's know, why know, 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 the natives so, um, died, because they cleaned themselves and we so, didn't. So, and then they got disease because they didn't have an immune system. So, Johnny, do you want to know what the, uh, you want to know what the uh, Indian boarding school in, the United, uh, in Indiana was named? No. It was the White's Manual Labor Institute, and it was run by the Quakers. The White Manual, Manual Labor Institute. Institute. Manual Labor Institute. Could you? How? That's not <laughs> even hiding it. That's not hiding very what you're doing. What yeah, very blatant what that is. Uh, so, like I said, this was an extremely awful, 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 awful program. Now, fast God, forward to it. 1978 where this stuff is still essentially going on, but now it's more adoptions, like forcible removals and adoptions that's going on necessarily than the schools themselves. By 19 uh, because, we've, because we've created a rampant alcoholism within the Native uh, American community. And drug community. issues now and we all that kind of stuff. And you're right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so by 1978, as much as 25 to 35 percent of all Native American children living inside the United States were removed from their homes. A quarter. Up to, to, uh, up a to third. 30. Yeah. That's a problem. So the Native American communities got together and said, our kids are being taken from us. We don't even believe that it's justified. They're being forced to go to these Indian boarding <sighs> schools, getting stripped of their culture like something has to change so they petition the government and the yeah. government finally looks at it and does some investigations into these schools and goes oh my god what are they doing to these children what is happening yeah what this is not we knew this happened like a couple years ago but now now so we, we can't do this the very first federal child welfare law that's on the books is the indian child welfare act of 1978 or what is now known as ICWIS, which the law gives the power of oversight back to the native american tribes uh, of members of its tribes or members or, or children that could be members of the tribe so essentially if you have native american blood in you and that could enable you to be a part of a tribe if you were to be removed by your child protective services the state is supposed to uh, ask that tribe of your descent if they want to take jurisdiction over the tribe. 
So basically, we're to. giving them back the ability to self-govern. To self-govern, yes. Um, I will tell you from working in child protective industries, you know, for the Department of Child Services in Indiana over the years that I did that, uh, what is supposed to happen is that every initial court hearing, whether it's a removal or not, at the very initial court hearing, the judge is supposed to ask the family, the parents, assuming they show up, uh, that if, if that child could be a member of a Native American tribe or has Native American ancestry in them. If you say yes, really? that's like that's, that's the first general question that in the first part of the proceedings that before yeah. the proceedings end, this has to be asked. And if the answer is yes, really, the, the, the you know, the court system, federal court system, state court system, local court system is supposed to contact the tribe in question and ask if they want jurisdiction. Now, nine times out of ten, if it does happen, especially in, there's, there's not a lot of Native Americans in Indiana. But if it does happen, that right. tribe can choose whether or not to take jurisdiction over that case. So, okay. So now, if I so if I had to, if I you know got accused of beating my child or whatever the hell would get you a case, I walk in there and they're gonna ask if my child has any. Yeah. Regardless of what you look like, they have to Native ask every American time. Now, association. that's what's supposed to happen. That's what's supposed to happen. That's not what happens. I can say, standing in courtroom, the countless times I've been in a courtroom as, as a, as a you know, child protective service person, uh, nine times out of ten we have yeah. to remind the judge as DCS to ask that question. To ask that question, like you have to ask. Be like, oh wait, question. hold up, you gotta figure out if they're. Yeah, uh, you gotta ask that. And I imagine the judges stop asking it because they ask it, ask it, ask it, ask it, ask it, and right it just to get it, out of school, and, it, and they've never gotten a yes. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine. Yeah, I imagine in Indiana, since uh, we were very right. Yeah, here we were, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, we were locally. Yeah, we were very <laughs> successful in Indiana at getting rid of of natives. All of them. So we don't really have... I, I was a part of the Shawnee tribe in fifth grade when we talked about the five different whatever groups of uh, natives, which is probably also inaccurate, whatever they told us. Uh, but I was the yeah. Shawnee tribe, and we, we broke everybody up. And, we had a lot of... Uh, we had a lot of... I'm pretty sure we had a war at the end of it. I don't know. Yeah, did, did you kiss? Did you scalp some white men? <laughs> We just, yeah, we just the 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 like sixth grade class came down and ju and just started beating all of us yeah, beating all to of give us the true native experience. Uh, I know there was a lot of Lenape in Indiana for, but I, yeah, I don't know all the tribes that were here. I don't I, know. I only know Shawnee because that was a type of that was the, true, the tribe that I was in Assuming when I was right. in fifth grade. So that's the only tribe that I know about in Indiana. So and don't know anything about them except that they existed. But but keep in mind, well, first of all, it's a surprising thing that people learn that 1978 is the first actual laws, federal laws in the books regulating I mean, anything. Regarding children. Shocking. So before 1978, you could beat your kid, and there really wasn't anything. In Which the is why all the people raised in the 50s were like, "Well, back in my day, my parents used to beat the shit out of me, and look how I turned out. Now I want to beat children too, and like I'm normal, like." Uh, so, so since 1978 in Iquis, pretty much all those Native American schools did get back to get shut down, uh, uh, but uh, or given back to the tribes for them to uh, them to look at themselves. But do yourself a to favor to make yourself really quiet and depressed because I'm going to put some pictures up here now too. Yeah, the Don't, schools that exist okay, in reservations now are still awful because they're in disrepair and have no financial funding from the federal government because screw you. You're an independent nation, but we're well, not I mean, you. Oh, uh, wait! You're gonna make it so we can't control you anymore and yeah, strip you of your culture, language, and everything else that you care about. F that. And uh, um, you don't get any of our money. 
And I'm going to end this video on a, as much of a positive note as I can, or just irony, because I find it really hilarious. So in the middle of all this crap that's going on, after about 100 years of us doing this to the Native Americans, stripping them of their culture, we get into... 100 a, years! We get into uh, we get into a little bit of... And it's not the end of it, Johnny. I'm just saying over 100 years of us doing this, we get into a little bit of war. Oh, I know, I know. We get, we get into yeah. a little bit of war with the Japanese. And when we get into a little bit of a war with the Japanese, we want to come up with a foolproof mm -hmm. code system. And we learn that, man, you know, if we have a language in our country that nobody speaks anywhere if else in only, the world, uh, if only, it would be very hard. If to only put, there was some tongue that had it made it, its it, way it around the be, world that it, was concentrated here. It would be very hmm. difficult to break that code because it's it's its own independent language. And then you could that use those certain tough. words yeah. to, uh, is, to come up. That's hard. And so and so we, we look at these reservations. All oh, the Navajo will use their <gasps> language to... Uh, oh. To develop right. a code yeah. that we'll use in the Pacific. Oh, so hey, Pete, I know we listen. I know we told you not to learn your language, but can you guys remember that for a second? Can so you teach can, it to us? Can you teach it to, so we can use it as a because well, yeah. we can use that as a code? We have been, we've been literally raping it out of your children for a hundred years. But, that uh, we, but, but a little help now. A little help now, and and so they do, and, and so we we draft we draft Native Americans. We use a, a specifically the Navajo language as as a code or as a basis of a code, and those those brave, which those is brave, large in part, like that's a big part of why we've won, right? Well, like it's it, well the code. Well, it's it's, it's significant. It the is code, yes, the, it is a factor. Had, the, it, had had we not had a significant, yeah, it's a significant part. It's not the. I mean, we won because we can make shit. No, really I mean, there's a billion. I mean, that's reasons. why we won. We well, and also everybody else had been fighting for the previous six years, and we just came in at the end fully fresh, healthy yeah. with a lot of equipment. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a little anyways, bit of that. Anyways, so dun, 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 here comes America. So, uh, so it's a big reason. Uh, if you were one of the Native Americans that that volunteered for the service, or volunteered for the service, uh, and you know got drafted or whatever, <laughs> because you could still get drafted. Because, <laughs> anyways, uh, and you were one of those code talkers, and uh, and uh, and you happen to uh, you happen to get into a situation where you might get caught, you know, get get caught captured. We can't let that code fall into the wrong hands so there was a significant chance that you might get a bullet to the back of the head from your own team because we don't want that code falling into the wrong hands so thank you for your service and how do we honor these soldiers johnny how do we honor these native american soldiers that, that helped that, develop this code gotta be statues and there's yeah. gotta be walls built we there, made, has, there should be a museum we made just the most absolute best movie called wind talkers stalking uh starring nicholas cage and it is just the best piece oh no, no cinematic what? joy ever go home and watch it we'll see you next week guys that's it for this week in Historic Hindsight. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and join us next week when we talk about absinthe.